This is News To Go, your daily news podcast featuring news from various news outlets, heard via our Anchor podcast app and playing on iRadio daily until mid-afternoon. Now the news. News Nation this hour, I'm James Sears. Ukraine's president says he's not certain Russia will invade, calling the threat dangerous but ambiguous. President Biden is warning there's a distinct possibility of an attack next month once the ground freezes. This while Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said there's no let-up in the Russian military buildup near Ukraine. We continue to see, uh, including in the last 24 hours, uh, uh, more accumulation of of credible combat uh, forces uh, arrayed by the Russians uh, in, again, the western part of their country and uh, and in Belarus. But instead of sending guns and bombs to Ukraine as a way to defend against a pending Russian invasion, someone President Biden to authorize a cyber strike. Republican Texas Congressman Tony Gonzalez says that would send a message that we're serious. Millions of people on the East Coast are bracing for what could be a huge snowstorm in just hours. A bomb cyclone is threatening to dump as much as two feet of snow in some areas. More healthcare workers are expected to have their first COVID vaccine dose when they show up to work today. They had a deadline yesterday under President Biden's mandate. It affects 10 million employees at hospitals and nursing homes that receive federal funding. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer is stepping down at the end of his term October 1st after serving for almost 28 years. He said yesterday, despite some flaws, democracy in the U.S. is still an experiment and that it's the future generations who will see if the experiment continues. It's that next generation and the one after that my grandchildren and their children. They'll determine whether the experiment still works. And of course, I am an optimist, and I'm pretty sure it will. President Biden hopes to nominate a successor, a black woman, by the end of February. Court observers say one top nominee is D.C. Circuit Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson. An R.B. singer is being sued for $20 million. A woman claims Chris Brown drugged and sexually assaulted her on a yacht in Florida just before New Year's Eve in 2020. She claims he even texted her, urging her to take a morning-after pill, which she says she did. And SpaceX is planning for a record year, a whopping 52 launches at one per week. The company's already launched three missions this month, with a fourth set for tonight and a fifth tomorrow afternoon. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the News Nation Now app. I'm James Sears. Detailed forecast today, mostly sunny and cold, with a high near 19. Northeast wind around 10 miles per hour. Tonight partly cloudy, with a low around 1. Wind chill values as low as minus 5. Calm wind becoming southwest around 5 miles per hour after midnight. Saturday sunny and cold, with a high near 19. Wind chill values as low as minus 10. Southwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Saturday night mostly cloudy, with a low around 12. South wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunday partly sunny, with a high near 28. Southwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour becoming northwest in the afternoon. Sunday night mostly cloudy, with a low around 12. Monday partly sunny, with a high near 30. Monday night mostly cloudy, with a low around 26. The Indiana House of Representatives on Wednesday passed a controversial bill barring schools from teaching about critical race theory, which examines history, culture, and the law through the lens of race and identity. The bill would also require districts to post curriculum materials online and establish a curriculum advisory committee. Representative Tony Cook, a Republican from Cicero and one of the bill's sponsors, says parents should be able to weigh in on what their kids are learning. The overriding intent of this bill is to provide curricular transparency as well as to empower parents by returning them 
the opportunity to participate in the curriculum process. Indiana's bills are part of a national push by Republican lawmakers to restrict the teaching of critical race theory in classrooms. Education Week reports more than a dozen states have enacted such policies. Democrats and social justice organizations say these measures are an attempt to sweep portions of America's history under the proverbial rug. Representative Tanya Paff, a Democrat from Terre Haute, is a teacher with nearly three decades of classroom experience. She says she received more than 900 emails urging her to vote against the bill. Students are not fragile. They want to learn and they want their teacher to be honest about the uncomfortable truths of the past and the present. Representative Vernon Smith, a Democrat from Gary, argues discomfort is necessary to promote change. The only way you can get people to change is through two ways. Either dissatisfaction, and that's discomfortable, or through agitation, and that's discomfort. The bill now goes on to the Senate for further consideration, where the Associated Press reports it faces an uncertain future. A similar bill in the Senate died after one of its authors drew national attention for arguing teachers should be impartial when teaching about Nazism. For the Indiana News Service, I'm Jonah Chester. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. From the Black Information Network, this is the BIN Daily Update. I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. That Bronx, New York baby, the victim of a stray bullet to her face, miraculously is making amazing progress. In fact, little Catherine just turned one. Her mother will never forget hearing the gunshots. One minute, she was sitting in the family car waiting for Catherine's dad to come out the store. The next, she was trying to figure out where all the blood was coming from. There were some people that came out. Somebody gave me a towel and was telling me, like, apply pressure to where the wound was. I, I didn't know where it was because there was so much blood. And then I realized that it was on the side of her face. Catherine's parents, Marida Gomez and Gregory Arias, speaking to News 4 in New York, say the bullet went into the baby's cheek and exited her brain. That is why it's a miracle she's alive. But the parents have one request of the shooter. Turn yourself in. Help everybody. Your conscience is going to kill you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Do the right thing. Your intention was not to hurt my child. There is a $10,000 reward. Ex-President Donald Trump still trying to stop New York's Attorney General, African-American Letitia James. His latest attempt, a lawsuit to block her from investigating how he does his business. James announced she filed a motion to dismiss what she calls Trump's meritless attack to evade accountability over potential tax fraud crimes. But Trump claims James' investigation is politically motivated. And he says he's a victim of something he calls viewpoint discrimination. The white men ringing the doorbell were on a recruitment mission. Their pitch captured on doorbell cam. Hey, uh, we are white nationalists and we're going around uh, hoping to talk to people. Going door to door, not touting religion, but something else. The white family in Alabama had a reply. We're not interested. Thank you. The U.S. economy grew like gangbusters at 5.7 percent last year. It's the biggest growth growth since 1984. This is despite the pandemic and the fears over the global supply chain issues. All the stimulus money that Americans received certainly helped. The federal government had the backs of those who lost jobs by making sure unemployment was extended 
and the moratoriums were placed on eviction. Another financial boost came from low interest rates. Many used it as an opportunity to refinance or apply for a mortgage. But a new study shows that did not work out too well for many African Americans. Zillow focused in on the state of Ohio and did an analysis of the Home Mortgage Disclosure Act. Zillow discovered blacks were denied at almost twice the rate of white applicants. The most common reason? Poor credit history. Home ownership is one of the keys and building generational wealth. And two black girls were absolutely perfect. University of Florida gymnasts Trinity Thomas and Naya Reed showed flawless skills in their routines, and they both got tens. This was during the University of Florida versus the University of Alabama women's gymnastics competition. The Florida team pulled off the upset thanks to their black girl perfection. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Ohio is full of all kinds of people. Some are early birds and some are night owls. Some work on a job site while others go to class. And some work out at night while others burn the midnight oil. Though no matter who you are or what you do, we can all be at risk of developing an addiction to drugs or alcohol. If you know someone struggling with addiction, there is hope. Visit TakeChargeOhio.org slash get help. Together we can take charge of our future. Brought to you by the state of Ohio. I'm Mike Stevens. And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. The state of Oklahoma has carried out the court-ordered execution of black death row inmate Donald Grant. Corrections Director Scott Crow says the 46-year-old was executed by lethal injection at the state penitentiary. The execution began at 10.03 a.m. Grant was declared unconscious at 10.08 a.m. And Grant was pronounced deceased at 10.16 a.m. Grant was sentenced to death for killing two women during a 2001 robbery. Many African Americans disagree with the death penalty, even for heinous crimes, because throughout history, blacks have received capital punishment at a very high rate and because mistakes have been made with authorities executing innocent African Americans. In South Florida, controversy over the firing of the white president of the Broward County Sheriff's Deputies Union, which was approved by the black sheriff. The move comes after an internal investigation into corruption allegations. African-American Sheriff Gregory Tony says Deputy Jeff Bell violated department rules. After I took a strong stance to terminate deputies who had been caught on body-worn cameras striking individuals in handcuffs, black young kids facing to the ground, and violating the multitude of agency policies. Now, the allegations are not that this deputy did any of those things, but according to NBC6 in Miami, Sheriff Tony says Bell did use corrupt practices to try and keep him from being reelected. Still, from the sheriff's perspective, it's nothing personal. For there to be a personal vendetta, again, I have none against him. I can't imagine why he would have one against me. The two had clashed over the sheriff's response to COVID-19, and Deputy Bell accused Sheriff Tony of not providing deputies with sufficient protective equipment. A white Delaware lawmaker accused of using a racist and sexist slur is in trouble again. Gerald Brady has been arrested on shoplifting charges days after saying he suffers from PTSD. The 65-year-old representative turned himself in after two incidents. He was released on his own recognizance. On the other hand, there have been numerous incidents of mental health issues in black communities where African-Americans have been killed by responding police or they didn't have the privilege of turning themselves in like that white lawmaker did. In fact, there have been numerous recent in-custody deaths of the black mentally ill. 
But Black Dr. Olu Ajalori, professor of psychiatry at the University of Illinois College of Medicine in Chicago, says before getting to that point, getting mental health help in the black community is often not encouraged. And in many black homes, mental health issues are often ignored. Figures show African-Americans are 20 percent more likely to have serious mental health issues. But only one in three who need mental health help actually get it. The Dallas Cowboys, through the National Football League Foundation's grassroots program, is giving $250,000 to install a synthetic turf football field at a community center in a mostly black Dallas neighborhood. The NFL Foundation and Local Initiative Support Corporation has done something similar in mostly black neighborhoods at more than 400 youth football fields nationwide since 1998. I'm Mike Stevens with Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. This episode is brought to you by Wix. Are you ready to take your business online? You need Wix, the leading website creation platform that's got all the tools you need to create, manage, and grow your brand. Over 200 million people are already using Wix's wide range of solutions to enhance their businesses, like ultra-smart SEO tools designed to get you found on search engines, faster loading times to create outstanding user experiences, and payment solutions to help you boost your revenue. Plus, with enterprise-grade security built into every site, you know you're in safe hands. So whether you're starting your online business or you've got a side hustle, with Wix, you can design a site to showcase your work that'll look great on any device. You can also manage everything from one dashboard on desktop and mobile, so you can be available anywhere at any time. In the office, at home, or on the go. Want to get started? Head over to Wix.com and create your website today. That's Wix.com. Your money on the Black Information Network. A joke that started on the McDonald's Twitter account is now an actual cryptocurrency. Grimace Coin became a reality this week after Tesla CEO Elon Musk tweeted that he would eat a Happy Meal on TV if McDonald's accepted Dogecoin. The fast food giant responded by tweeting Musk it would take him up on the offer only if Tesla accepted Grimace Coin. The McDonald's tweet featured a purple coin based on their Grimace character. Soon after the tweet, several Grimace coins became available on the Binance Smart Chain Network. And the Secretary of Commerce says the U.S. is the only nation in the world that has a stronger economy now than before COVID-19. Gina Raimondo noted the nation's economy is seeing its best growth in nearly 40 years after it was announced the country's fourth quarter GDP increased by 6.9% compared to last Last year, And Raimondo says issues stemming from the pandemic, such as supply chain problems and rising costs, still have consumers feeling uneasy despite the positive news. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Shelly Wade on the Black Information Network. Give us your attention. We need everything you got fast. Waiting on reparations. We be the illest podcast. Tune in every Thursday. Politics and wordplay. We fight for the people because they got us in the worst way. From the hill to Brazil, Bombay to Kanye. From the left enclave to what the neocons say. Every Thursday, cop the heady conversation. And, and break us off with some bread because we waiting, waiting on, on reparations. reparations. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app.
Welcome to 2022 Talks, where we are following our democracy in historic times. It's a kind of miracle when you sit there and see all those people in front of you, people that are so different in what they think, and yet they've decided to help solve their major differences under law. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer formally announced his resignation today, effective at the end of the court's current term in June. Breyer was appointed to the position by President Bill Clinton in 1994 and is the court's oldest justice at 83. Breyer's retirement will give President Joe Biden a chance to maintain the court's current balance of six conservatives to three liberals for the foreseeable future. President Biden says he plans to announce Breyer's replacement before March. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. In a conversation with The Washington Post, House Democratic Whip Jim Clyburn threw his support behind J. Michelle Childs, a former South Carolina federal district judge and recent appointee to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. The fact of the matter is, uh, I have been discussing Michelle Childs uh, with the president and his people now for, I guess, at least 13 months. Politico reports the U.S. economy grew by 5.7 percent last year and a positive sign the nation is recovering from the pandemic-induced recession of 2020. The growth marks the strongest single-year uptick in nearly four decades. U.S. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona says the department will shift its focus in the coming year to help students who fell behind during the pandemic. The plan comes after school districts across the country have been in and out of virtual education in recent weeks as the Omicron variant has disrupted communities. Our schools must offer increased access to mental health support for students, wraparound programs, meaningful and authentic parent and family engagement, and interventions for those students who felt the impact of the pandemic much more bluntly than others. According to the Department of Education, about 96% of the nation's schools are currently open for in-person education. A proposed bill in Arizona would allow the state's Republican legislature to unilaterally overturn election results. The Hill reports the measure would require the legislature to meet after an election to review processes and results. Lawmakers would then, quote, accept or reject the election results, unquote. The bill would also significantly restrict early and absentee voting. And the U.S. Department of Transportation has released a plan to address increasing traffic deaths across the country. In a report issued Thursday, the department outlined a plan which, among other things, calls for partnering with states to reduce drunken driving and designing safer roads. According to the New York Times, U.S. traffic deaths have surged in recent years, climbing from about 36,000 in 2019 to 38,700 in 2020. I'm Jonah Chester for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. The Public News Service Daily Newscast for January the 28th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. The Indiana House of Representatives Wednesday passed a controversial bill barring schools from teaching critical race theory, which examines history, culture, and the law through the lens of race and identity. The bill would also require districts to post curriculum materials online and establish a curriculum advisory committee. Representative Tony Cook, a Republican from Cicero and one of the bill's sponsors, says parents should be able to weigh in on what their kids are learning. The overriding intent of this bill is to provide curricular transparency as well as to empower parents by returning them the opportunity to participate in the curriculum process. Indiana's bills are part of a national push by Republican lawmakers to restrict the teaching of critical race theory in classrooms. Education Week reports more than a dozen states have enacted such policies. 
This is Jonah Chester reporting. A similar bill in the Senate died after one of its authors drew national attention for arguing teachers should be impartial when teaching about Nazism. Groups that advocate for seniors are applauding Governor Gretchen Whitmer's plans to prioritize repealing the pension tax and placing a cap on out-of-pocket costs for insulin. During the State of the State address this week, Whitmer focused on jobs, targeted tax cuts, the economy, and education, among other issues. Melissa Seifert with AARP Michigan says in 2011, a slate of tax code changes included removing exemptions for pensions as taxable income. Those born before 1946 could keep their exemptions. Those born between 1946 and 1952 got a smaller exemption. And those born after 1952 had to pay taxes on all their pension income. AARP has been, for the last 10 years, advocating to really prioritize repealing that pension tax, to make an equal playing field amongst retirement income and have it all taxed kind of in the same way, so nobody was really left behind. Seifert says with ever-rising costs for housing, medical care, and many other expenses, many retirees have had to return to work to pay the bills. I'm Lily Bolke, reporting. For the New York Times, President Biden said Thursday he would name a successor for Justice Stephen Breyer by the end of February, calling the retired jurist a model public servant and a time of great division, and pledging to take what he called the overdue step of putting a black woman on the court for the first time in its 232-year history. The Times notes that Breyer, who served as an associate justice on the Supreme Court for nearly 20 years, formally announced his retirement in a letter to Biden that was delivered Thursday morning. The justice called it a great honor to have participated in the effort to maintain our Constitution and the rule of law. This is PNS. Advocates and faith groups are calling for more investments in harm reduction across North Carolina as new provisional data shows overdose deaths there have increased statewide by 26%. It's estimated more than 3,900 people lost their lives to drug overdose last year. Elizabeth Brewington of the North Carolina Council of Churches says communities are feeling the impacts of devastating loss. These statistics represent a child of God, somebody who is someone's child, loved one, family member. And so people of faith are concerned about this because these are our community. This is our neighbors, our family members. According to the American Medical Association, the pandemic has led to spikes in overdoses across the country, driven by illicit fentanyl, methamphetamine, and cocaine. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. The Maryland Air National Guard considering a proposal to establish airspace where military planes would fly as low as 100 feet over Pennsylvania wilds as part of combat training missions. Environmentalists worry about the impact on wildlife as well as community residents. If approved, the Maryland National Guard 175th Wing would control airspace in six northern PA counties to fly A-10 Warthog aircraft within 100 to 8,000 feet above ground. The Guard released a draft finding of no significant impact report in October. But Nicole Faraguna of the State Department of Conservation and Natural Resources says the noise from the aircraft could have a big impact on wildlife and people. It's about intensity. It's about frequency and it's about suddenness. And so those are characteristics of a noise that can cause a lot of health issues, not just in animals, but in people. It's a environmental issue. It's an economic issue. It's a quality of life issue. It's a health issue. The Pennsylvania Wilds is home to 2.1 million acres of public land. I'm Emily Scott. 
The Maryland Air National Guard did not immediately respond to our request for a comment. Finally, Mary Sherman lets us know with the excitement building over this weekend's AFC and NFC championship games, sports betting surely is increasing as well. But what appears to be fun in games is problematic for some people. According to the Problem Gambling Network of Ohio, about 1 in 10 Ohioans who gamble are at risk for developing a gambling problem. The number increases to 1 in 4 for those who bet on sports. Executive Director Derek Longmire says there are other risk factors as well. Males tend to be more active in sports betting than females. Subsequently, their rates of being at risk are higher. And there's an exponentially higher increase of probability of being at risk or developing a gambling problem if you have a substance use disorder or a mental health disorder. This is Mike Clifford, and thank you for wrapping up your week with Public News Service member and listeners supported. Heard on great radio stations, and you can find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend, 